The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, Philly. To your favorite sports show, hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome in to episode number 71 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. We're, I'm back from my honeymoon. We're both done with the married stuff so we're ready to just focus on football finally. Bye. So we're back and fresh. The Eagles whooped up on the Broncos this past weekend, 30-13, to 13, just a week after the Broncos whooped up on the Cowboys on their home turf, so that's exciting. Yeah. But um, it was a great game to watch, Jess. Break it down, the Jalen Hurts stats, and what you really liked. So I, I one of the things that I really liked was Jalen Hurts. And yeah. Especially the first half. You know, I know people want to, for some reason, be super nitpicky about the tale of two halves there, but... I mean, they ran the football the majority of the time in the second half, which is what they should have been doing anyway. Um, really good balanced attack in the first half to get them you know, where, where they were in a really good position going into the second half of the game. Jalen Hurts was 16 for 23 with 178 yards, two touchdowns, and an, a really unfortunate interception. But he really did play a, a flawless, flawless first half. And I thought that him combined with, Nick Sirianni were the the highlights of of this game. I really thought it was Nick Sirianni's best game as a play caller um, and as a head coach for the Eagles. I I think um, if we're getting nitpicky, there were still some things that I didn't love. Um, you know that whole third and two and then challenging the spot. I didn't like the play call on third and two to start. Um, and I thought the challenge was dumb. And I, I, I recognize that you, you try to run the clock down, take the timeout, fine. Um, and ultimately, you know, in, in the blowout, the, the challenge 
using it there, losing it, whatever, doesn't really mean anything. Um, it doesn't hurt them there, but I, I still have some, some questions about his decision-making if it were a crucial time in a closer game. We go back to that, you know, fourth and one could have been fourth and six, but instead gave the Raiders a third and 15 kind of deal. It's it's just things like that, it, it, making those decisions that seem like the obvious choice. And for some reason, sometimes Nick Sirianni has demonstrated they're not. Ultimately, in a, you know, 30 to 13 blowout win, that's irrelevant. Um, but... You, you wonder if it was a closer game, you know, that is something that, yeah. you know, you, you look at it and you say, okay, who said that was a good idea? Like who really encouraged you to do that? Because that was a, a bad decision. Um, defense, I'm still not sold on. I think they played really well across the board. It was a really good game for them. Um, by no means is Jonathan Gannon off any hooks of any kind. <laughs> I still have a lot of issues there, but offensively, finally starting to see that week to week growth from the offense, from Nick Sirianni, from Jalen Hurts, um, the development of chemistry, leaning on the run game and finally forming that identity, which is something that we've been like clamoring for up to this point that we've been seeing all these different offensive teams that we didn't know really what what they were. I think we finally know what they are and I hope they can can keep pushing forward. So I thought it was ultimately a good game. If you want to get nitpicky, there are things there, but um, you know, given the way the season has gone and the way last season was, I'm not going to look for reasons <laughs> to make myself angry. <laughs> well, and even just looking at the beginning of the season, you know, what I mean, take a win when you can take a win and don't get too nitpicky when we know this is a rebuilding. But I kind of am on the same page with you. I think as a whole for the offense, it was a real testament game for them. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, and the offense as a whole. They just did their part, and they looked good. Um, if you said, like, you want to get nitpicky, um, I feel a lot more confident about Jalen Hurts' progression over these past couple weeks than Nick Sirianni's. There's still, yes. like, yes, he had majority of a good game this past week, but there's still a lot more questions I have about Sirianni than Jalen Hurts and yes. definitely about Gannon than the other two. But I do think this game, we've said coming into it, Denver defense was the main thing to worry about, and the offense made them look like they were absolutely nothing special. So that was huge. And obviously, I mean, they put up 30 points. Well, I mean, Darius Slay had that tension. But um, they did their job, and they looked good, and it definitely was a lot bigger gap than I was expecting. Um, and then props to the defense for doing what they were supposed to be doing. Um, like, they had big plays here and there. But – the Denver offense wasn't a main concern going into this game. So I'm not like, even though I liked what I saw, I wasn't like, Oh, the defense, I don't have to worry about them now. Like I'm that's still going into this next game. I'll be watching and hoping that they can control this saints offense coming up this week. Yeah. It was really funny because uh, for work, I have a client that I'm working with right now that is in Denver and he's from Denver, and you know we hopped on our our weekly call on Monday, and he said, "How about your Eagles, huh?" And I I was you know obviously you know happy excited. <laughs> don't be too excited. The Denver Broncos have sucked for a long time now, and I said, "Don't don't take this away from me." Well, don't. and I, well, that's one thing though about it is like I think if they didn't have that huge win over the Cowboys, I would just be like, okay, like I think going into last week when we did our predictions, that's what made. My predictions, like I was like, I don't know if the Eagles are going to win this because they looked like they were on the up and up after the Cowboys game. Right. And then they showed who they really were again. But so if they didn't have that Cowboys game, I think I would have been more confident in the Eagles going into it. 
But after what they did in Dallas, I don't know if the Cowboys just really underestimated them or what happened there, but it was bad. And also, I mean, good for us, but yeah, oh, yeah. Take a look at <laughs> the NFL this year. I mean, it, it, I don't think I can remember a year, you know, in recent memory. I think now more than ever, the, the phrase any given Sunday is really applying to the NFL as a whole this mm-hmm. year. We don't know what a lot of teams are. You know, you, you take a look at the way that the, the Bucks just lost to the uh, Washington football team. I mean, Tom Brady looked like Taylor Heineke, and Taylor Heineke looked like Tom Brady out there. I mean, it was it was craziness, and the 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 Washington defense was dropping like flies, and it didn't matter. They still absolutely yeah. took it to him. Um, you look at the way that the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes have been playing up to this point, and you know they play really well on on Sunday night, but you know before that, they you, you didn't really know. And are the you know questions about them automatically just gone? No. So yeah. you, you don't really know what's going on uh, look at the rams the rams were playing really well and matt stafford's thrown like 17 pick sixes in the last two weeks it's it's yeah ever since i became a stafford i took the stafford magic i think that's what that is that's it's your fault and you know know. what i I support that i was gonna say i don't really care about it (laughs) no if that's what it is i think that's fine the only unfortunate part is joe is really struggling in fantasy football this year and Uh. it's it's unfortunate because this year the punishment is it's a wheel like you have to everyone gets to submit a punishment and you spin the wheel and that's what you have yeah. to do there's a lot of fun things like a beer that mile where they have to like run a mile but but every lap you have to drink a beer like and like chug like, it yeah i like that so he's definitely on puke oh uh, yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and it's like and then somebody shave your heads on there i think take the sats is on there oh. um Take That's a blow up doll out to dinner is on there, but like, like a no, what to dinner? A blow up doll out oh to dinner. Oh my gosh. And like, knowing my husband and his friends, like they're going to make them go to like Fogo to Chow on like Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Like it's going to oh be. Oh my. Um, but no, the fun part is, whatever it is, we all go. So like we're all going to go and witness it all happen. I love that. Always be fun. But unfortunately, we're, we're trying to pick it back up so he doesn't come in last place. And one of those things was Patrick Mahomes was just not getting it done for him. So he was like, and Matthew Stafford is just absolutely crushing it out here. Let me let me flip flop these. And then that not great. So it's not been great, right? So then Patrick Mahomes does things. He's like, now I have to put him back in. And it's just, it's been a mess. So that is the unfortunate part about Matthew Stafford in, in, in my life. But if, if I'll tell him what you said, that you took the magic, and maybe that'll make him feel better. Yeah. At least he'll be happy for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's true. Any given Sunday, you never know what's going to happen. So, you know, no team is a clear-cut front runner right now. No. Um, you know, Which makes it fun. Yeah, I think instead of you just always had like when you had the Tom Brady New England Patriots, it was like, okay, whatever. But now it just it makes it more fun. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Baker looked like a world beater last week and this week just fell apart. There's Mm -hmm. so many crazy things happening. You never it's it's really still wide open anywhere. Um, You know, even in the NFC East, there's there's still wide openings everywhere for any team to get hot at the right time and and make some moves at at the right point. So, um, you know, it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. But we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will break down the upcoming matchup between the Saints and the Eagles. You are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. 
As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into episode number 71 of Babes on Broad. So this week, the Saints come to South Philly. They are five and four on the season, but they've lost back-to-back weeks. Now they lost last week against the Titans, 23-21. to They started in the fourth coming back and trying to get back, but then obviously it wasn't enough and they came out short. But So they've now lost back-to-back weeks. Their last win was against the Bucks, surprisingly, um, on Halloween, but that was also the same game that they lost Jameis to that knee injury. So they have not won without Jameis yet. So that's going to be interesting. But before we like really break it down, take us through the injuries, Jess. The injuries. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, Dallas Goddard is in concussion protocol. I think we obviously knew that was going to happen. I can't imagine that he'd be able to go on Sunday, um, which really sucks if he can't. but again, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Davion Taylor also did not practice yesterday. Um, Nick Sirianni is doing a little bit more walkthrough this week, less heavy practice because they've got a late bye week and guys are starting to get a little banged up. Yeah. So, um, you know, d- don't really know what that means for him going forward. So we'll see. Um, everyone else on the injury report was either limited or full, should be fine for Sunday. Um, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey were on there for rest. So was Fletcher Cox. Um, and then uh, additionally had Sean Bradley, Javon Hargrave, Rodney McLeod, Jordan Howard, Devontae Smith. Um, Jordan Howard and Devontae Smith were both full participants yesterday. So should should be good there. The Devontae Smith thing is his elbow. All, all of a sudden he had a bionic elbow out on the field and it didn't seem to slow him down at all. He seemed fine. But um, and then, you know, the other thing that's most exciting, I think, for the Eagles is the possible return of Miles Sanders. Um, Nick Sirianni, you know, no question said if he's healthy, he's our starter. So I hope that they don't change the way that they've been operating these last couple of weeks if he does come back. Um, and then for New Orleans. They had a lot of guys that didn't practice on Wednesday. Uh, a couple. Yeah, guys- they're pretty beat up, too, right now. Yeah, a couple defensive tackles, a couple offensive linemen. I think most notably Ty Montgomery and Taysom Hill. Um, Alvin Kamara didn't play last week. He was limited yesterday. So I assume that he's going to be a go, but how effective he will be is is a question. But they do have Mark Ingram again. And another – that's what I was going to say. So I was looking it up yesterday to just see what he was doing, like, progression-wise, if he was going to play this week. And another interesting thing. So now Michael – or no, not Michael, sorry, Ian Rappaport, he um, tweeted out yesterday that the Saints 
supposedly are in mega trade talks now, and they're in the works of packaging Kamara and Ingram together, which is interesting. And then two days prior, so I looked into it, two days prior, Kamara tweeted always blessed. So I don't know if like he's just like once because there's a whole bunch of talk that he wants out of New Orleans. So I don't know if it's like always blessed. He's coming back. He's doing better. If it's always blessed because he gets to get out of New Orleans. But that's something interesting, too. Like you wonder if he does come back, how much playing time he's going to get. But then you also the whole mindset behind everything. Huh? Yeah, I didn't. It was first I heard of it yesterday when Ian put it out. And I was like, that's an interesting Interesting thing, especially, I mean, Mark Ingram, he's been, yeah, they just signed him because of the Kamara injury. I don't remember. He was with the Texans, I think. I don't remember if it was signed or trade. Or if they trade, they like worked with him to figure out like a good trade where he wanted to go. I don't remember. I don't remember how that went. But Ingram's been a huge piece for him too. I mean, last week with Kamara out, he was still rushing and he was receiving because Ty Montgomery's out. Or hurt his pinky or something. Yeah, it was pinky, right? I don't remember. I think it's pinky. But, um, yeah, so last week, um, Ingram had 14 carries for 47 yards and a touchdown. And then he had four receptions for 61 yards. So he's like a dual threat right now. And then for that report to come out, it just kind of was a little yeah. shocking to me. What are they going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like if that's the case, it's got to be the Saints just selling, right? They got to think, uh, Jameis is out or we don't have a chance kind of thing. So that's interesting to take in yeah it's interesting for sure yeah and then james just had his knee surgery and stuff obviously out for the season um yeah deontay harris i think he might be a threat that we have to watch this week um wide receiver for them he had a carry last week for six yards and then he had three receptions for 84 yards he's fast so he's also their punt and kick returner but so that's just stuff we've seen the eagles are against people that run fast right by them yeah i know so that's concern for me on that but other than that I I don't think they're really threatening I mean their defense is really good but yeah I mean I just think that it's it's another one of those things that the Eagles need to just do what they should do and get it done like I I I feel like it's so simple obviously it's not simple to like make it happen but yes logically the the game plan itself is so like just run the ball don't do stupid things and play decent defense for once. For the love of God, just get your first win at home in 11 months. Well, so have they oh, won I know. Home since the, they beat the Saints last year? <gasps> I don't know. I don't think so. Look Was it up quick. Last win at home? But I think something interesting with that. So I'm on board with you. Sirianni has to prove something this week. But to his credit, I do think I think this one's a tough one to plan out because your rushing offense has been so good right now. And obviously the Eagles are three and one in games with 170 plus rushing yards this season. And he just learned about this in recent weeks. He finally started using that running game. But so they're being so dynamic right now. But the Saints, they have the number one rushing defense and then they're top 10 in passing D. So if they have the number one rushing defense, that's going to make you kind of start you know what I mean he can only do so much with that so I think to his credit this is going to be a hard one to plan for because I think he's it's really going to come down to Jalen Hurts utilizing his his legs and his weapons but then they also still have to mix in that obviously recently successful 
rushing game, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't run the. It's it's one of those things no, that it is. you can't you can't let it get to you early. Like yeah. you have to you have to do it and you have to commit to it. Like you need to go down. If you're gonna lose this game, you have to lose this game committed to the way you started and committed to the offense yeah. that's been successful for you. You can't. I agree. You can't change what you've been doing and been successful doing for the last three weeks and then get your butt kicked. Because like I, I feel like that's the right – all of us. if but, they come out and Jalen throws the ball 45 times, you're not winning that football game. Yeah, I think – I agree. The last couple of weeks, though, I've been saying it needs to be 50-50, obviously, pass throw. But now, this week, because of the rushing defense from the Saints, I think it might have to be like 60-40, but it's going to be interesting – because they have been so successful on the run. So I don't know if Sirianni, because he's not really a forward thinker. I feel like he just goes with whatever's been working. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I'm like excited to see like how he plans for this. But it's also going to be interesting to take in the fact if Miles Sanders is back, you have Jordan Howard, which I'm sorry, real quick detour on this. It makes me so annoyed. All the people that are like, oh, Jordan Howard's a monster, blah, blah, blah. Like they need to keep him. And I'm just like, are you idiots? Like, I feel like we've been saying this for the past two years, Jess. Like, literally, you have the power back in Jordan Howard and the speed back in Miles Sanders, and they are the absolute perfect dynamic running back duo. And people are just now like, wow, Jordan Howard's good. And I'm like, are you an idiot? Like, how did you not see this two years ago? Like, it just makes me so annoyed. There were so many other things to scream about two years ago that we we were yeah, but it's just so annoying. Like, even how the Eagles keep, like, letting him go. Like, I remember talking about this, like, last year, I think. And we were, like, saying everybody was wrong because it's the perfect dream running back situation here, Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders. And then we realized, like, Jordan Howard, he's only, like, 25 or 26. Yeah, he's, like, our age. Yeah, I think at the time he was 24 when Makes we were sense. talking about it. And I'm just, like, how do you even question this? Yeah, and – by the way, unless they were the both expensive, the but they're not. Right. The last time the Eagles won at home was when they beat the Saints on December thirteenth, twenty twenty. In case anyone was wondering. Um, Jeez Louise. So yeah, I just think that I, I totally agree with you that Nick Sirianni. It, this is going to be an interesting game for him. Um, eyeballs are definitely going to be on how he prepares the team for this week. I just think that they they have they have to commit to the run because if they don't, it it closes their offense off so much. The, I agree. The commitment to the run is what it's opens true. up the ability for Jalen Hurts to make plays with his legs, and what opens up the play action pass game as well. Yeah, and especially with Goddard out, if, right? Because the they don't exactly. So if they don't think that you're going to run the ball, it it minimizes your offense immediately, and they're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, they definitely need to come out. Yeah. I was just going to say, they definitely need to come out with both going because you also, that'd be just playing scary if you're like, number one Russian defense, we're not even going to try it. You got to at least try it. But I think ultimately it's going to be 60-40. That was what Nick Sirianni said a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Bucs. They were like, oh, well, they've got a really good run defense. And I was like, are you serious right now? That statement was a fireable offense. Immediately. Yeah, I agree. On the spot for that. I agree. Like if a salesperson comes in and they're like, oh, why didn't you try to sell to that person? Oh, well, I was going up against the best salesperson. Get out of here. You're fine. I agree. I agree. Come up with a better plan then. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Figure it out. Like yeah. you're, it's quite literally your job to figure it out. Yeah. Get it done, please. And that's the other thing. The offensive line is healthy, playing well, and they have been together consistently, you know, banged up here and there, moving around, you know, plays off here and there for a little bit of injury trouble. But for the most part, this is the most consistent, like week in and week out offensive line Jalen Hurts has seen in his career. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell from not only the run game, but from his the way that he's relaxing in the pocket a little bit more. So they just they they have they have to rely on these guys to be able to get it done. Yeah. So what with that, what is like your biggest key to the game and your prediction? Um, my biggest key to the game is the defense needs to build on the success they had last week, not fall apart, and the offense needs to continue to commit to the run. And for the love of God, I really do want them to get their first win at home. It's been oh, too freaking long because it has. their next home game after this isn't until isn't until December nineteenth. So it would if they don't win, it will be a full year and then some without a win at home. Jeez. A full year, and that. I don't think I can mentally handle. So I think the I think they can get it done. I have complete confidence that they can. They just have to have to do it. I'm gonna go 28-20 Eagles this week. What about you? 28-20. Okay, I like it. I think the biggest keys on both sides of the ball, I agree with you, is just see the same kind of progress, even if it's just slight from the defense, keep building off of that. Um, but on offense, I think there's gonna be a couple keys. I think um I already said that. The um, Saints D, they're the number one rushing defense, and then they're top 10 in the passing. But with that being said, they also are towards the bottom of the barrel um, in yards per catch and yards per carry, like given up. So I think a big key for this game is going to be, well, obviously Nick Sirianni's game plan always is up there. But I think um, Devontae Smith's going to have a great game. And I think Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith, Obviously, I don't even know why I said it like that, but <laughs> I think that's going to be a big connection this week. And I, I mean, my, all my sports butters out there, I would bet on that. I think Devontae Smith's going to have a huge game this week. Yeah. I mean, he has really, I, I mean, the only thing that was really missing were, were the touchdowns yeah. and I am he's really starting to sort of come in to, to, to his own. And it's just, it's so wonderful to have a true number one receiver. It's beautiful. We haven't had one since T.O. No. We were nine years old when T.O. was a Philadelphia Eagle. It was a long time ago. It's crazy. But it's, want to know what makes me sad about it? Because I have like no Eagles jersey that's I can wear because Ertz is gone. I even gave away my Wentz one after that. And then now, I mean, I have a Dawkins one, so I could always do the throwback. But other Dawkins, than that. That one will be good forever. That's There's good forever. It'll be good forever. Yeah. Dawkins will be good forever. But I, I want. Nabs are, are good forever. Yes. But I want an actual jersey of a current player. And I would love Devontae Smith because I think he's obviously going to be a big franchise player. But I don't trust the Eagles with keeping him as an Eagles franchise player. It's so hard to buy for current players with this team. They just get rid of everybody. No, I would love to get a like a, a an all black Jalen Hurts jersey, but 
am I going to commit my money to that knowing that the Eagles are going to screw it up somehow? No. Why would I do that to myself? It's silly. It's unfortunate that you're because you're absolutely right. And I thought about this at the beginning of the season. After the first game, I was like, I'm buying a Jalen Hurts and a Devontae Smith jersey right now. And then I was like, I can't trust them. Even no. with a guy like Devontae Smith, I can't trust them. I agree. It's just so tough. Oh, and my score prediction for this week, I do have the Eagles getting their first win at home in almost a year, 24-17. God, they better. They better. They better. They better. I mean, they you know, they better. What, <laughs> what, uh, I mean, if they, if, if, let me put it this way. If this Eagles defense can't stop Trevor Simeon, especially, especially if Ty Montgomery is out. I don't know if he will be. It's his left pinky finger. I think that was like messed up. So yeah. I don't know. But I mean, besides up. that, the only other guy that they have is Deontay Harris, really. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, off the top of my head. If if they can't, if the defense can't stop this Saints offense, I think you revoke all of their key fobs that open the Novacare complex. If, if that happens, like I just don't take, if that happens, I love, love, love Fletcher Cox and some of these like older guys on there. But I just think you need to like, I mean, it's already been said a lot, but like obviously all three first round picks either way need to be spent on defensive help. But then if they don't get this win, like you just need to get rid of every single person, older guy on that defense besides seriously and just clean it out and restart. I think, unfortunately, they're going to have to regardless. Yeah, because everybody's getting old, and they're not. you're not seeing any progression, even if they do hold up. Right. I just – please don't don't start off my week of Thanksgiving poorly. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. Do not yes. ruin it for me. Like, they're going to try to ruin my Christmas, as they usually do. Although, they play the Giants the day after Christmas. I'm really hoping that the New York football Giants just come yes, to town. Yes, that, is, that is my mom's Christmas present. I got her tickets to that game. She knows. So no, she knows. Because I had to make episode. My God, I had to make sure because my stepdad he has family and stuff. So I I had to make sure that they were free the day after Christmas. You know, we'll be there. We'll have to hang out. Yeah, yeah. that's like that's the one that like my dad sent the that like Outlook invite to the whole family to like hold the day. That's like our family game that we're all going to be home and get to go to. So oh, I love that with bells on, lots of tailgating, lots of food. Oh, I love it, Christmas. I love Christmas. <laughs> Me the too. only reason I'm not decorated for Christmas right now is because we're moving. Yeah, That's no, cool. Dion and I, we went out. I spent $500 because we just have a new house. So I spent $500 getting all the updated stuff. I'm probably going to spend a couple hundred more when I realize what else I need. But so I spent 500 bucks Saturday. We're planning on doing it all. We even got a fake Christmas tree for the basement room. Oh, fun. I'm so excited. We're just going to move all the Christmas decorate. As we're unpacking, we're going to just decorate for Christmas. I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I absolutely love Christmas. Well, now that we've completely derailed from anything <laughs> related. Christmas! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> gets us real excited. But thank you for listening to episode 71 of Babes on Broad. Let's hope the Eagles pull out a win this week against the Saints. We don't need a whole year without an Eagles win at home. But as always, thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure you're following on all social medias for not just us, but everybody at Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere you get your podcasts. Do all the fun things. Leave a five-star rating, written review, and we will talk to you next week.